commencing operation publication as we reach the end of this era of continuity we see more and more crossover events occur as a last minute money grab as a decepticon i would never do that to you which reminds me have you heard of overlord's new only cons page no oh well let us tune into the show Hello and welcome to another special segment of Kilobytes Corner, where I cover the comics Onyx Prime and Computron are too busy to revisit but are part of the timeline. Today we are covering IDW Transformers vs Visionaries, and as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't read it already, I highly recommend you go back, read the comic, and come back and listen to the podcast. Now onward with the podcast. Let's dive into some fun facts and some trivia, and then into some summaries. So there are five comics. The first issue release was January 3rd, 2018, and the fifth issue and last issue released on May 2nd, 2018. Writer is Magdalen Visaggio, art by Fico Ozio, and colors by David Garcia Cruz. Now for some trivia. Issue 1, previously only identified in story as Knockouts, Conjux and Dura, this issue sees Breakdown referred to by name for the first time. The reluctance to use the name shared with the Transformers Prime character on whom he is directly based has been due to the fact that there's already a breakdown in this continuity. I mean, we've already got two tankers, so I don't get why there can't be more. But In issue 5, in page 1, panel 2, Warlock's numbers is missing a possessive apostrophe after Warlock's. Hmm, interesting. I didn't notice that. Now let's dive into some summaries. Ironhide and Cup enter into the talks with Cybertron's newest residents, the magic-wielding visionaries of New Prismas. But it is a time when magic is more powerful than science. Leoric and the Spectral Knights try to stop Virulina and the Darkling Lord's plans to conquer Cybertron, but find themselves outnumbered when the villains turn the people of New Prismas against them. Allegiances with the New Prismas shift and the Spectral Knights find themselves with a new ally who can help them strike back at Verolina. The Spectral Knights gain a new comrade and lose another, as alliances continue to be forged and broken, as the mission to stop the Talisman reaches a crisis point. Finally, Leoric returns to New Prismas for a tide-turning showdown with Verolina, while Galadria's team raise the claw to stop the Talisman and save Cybertron. Oh boy. That was a mouthful. Sorry about that. But let's start off with a flashback. This is a continuation of the G.I. Joe First Strike comics. So we get to learn about Merklin's race, if you want to call it like that. And after Merklin activated the Talisman, their, their capital city, I want to call it, gets teleported to Cybertron instead of revitalizing the world. Their world gets destroyed, and so now they're on Cybertron, but they're being kept in a force field kind of jail cell by Ironhide and the and the security force because they need to figure out what they can do and kind of get into agreement because Mer- Merklin did 
tried to kill everybody on Cybertron. So they, they're still trying to figure that out. And we get an introduction with Cup. And I like this Cup's design. It looks like he went to the gym and kind of got buffed. Uh, he definitely looks uh, a little bit more buffier than before. And Cup and Ironhide tried to talk to Virulina and Leoric about coming to agreements. Like, hey, you can have a spot here on Cybertron, but you need, you need to follow these rules. And so Virulina doesn't like that. It feels like they're being kept as prisoners. And so things escalate very quickly until Virulina realizes that the magic that they wield can kill the Cybertronians. And she does that. She attacks Ironhide, but Cup gets in the way trying to keep it civil and ends, ends up dying by the hands of Virulina. And then this created chaos. Ironhide runs away. Leoric tries to talk for Virulina, but the, an insurrection happens and Virulina takes over. The knights, which are led by Leoric, are seen as enemies because they want to help the Cybertronians and keep peace. While Virulina is like, no, we're going to take this. We're going to take back our land. We're going to make this planet our own. And so the people uh, start following her. And so Leoric leaves, leaving some of its knights behind because he can't save them all at the moment. And because of that, some of the knights switch sides and now are part of the the Darkling Lords, which is the faction that Virulina uh, leads, not follows. And so with that new faction and the splinter groups, Leoric does the only thing he can and he goes to the Cybertronians to Wheeljack's lab to break down into Ironhide and tells him, hey, I think we can help each other because our magic doesn't affect us, but our magic affects you. We want to help you stop the talisman that is heading to Cybertron's core and will probably kill the planet. And But then you can also help us try to stop the war that's happening at our side. And so they make they come to a truce and they become a team. And uh, in, in the meantime, Breakdown loses an arm because there's a sp spark of energy coming from the core for the talisman, and he gets too close to it, and he starts losing his arm, and Wheeljack manages to remove it and kind of study it and see what they can do. That way, they don't succumb to the magical powers of the visionaries and end up dying and not being able to stop them or stopping the the talisman, and then having every other Cybertronian died as well. So, with the new groups created, the Leoric and Ironhide devise a plan and have some of the knights infiltrate the city to try to take Virulina out as, as an assassination. And meanwhile, Wheeljack is working on a bomb so they could kind of reverse the powers of the talisman because it works as, like the magic they use works as kind of like a computer code in a way so he's kind of like reverse engineering it that the pulse will counter the talisman on itself and make it non-effective to cybertronians and have every cybertronian become immune to the effects of it and so while the teams are doing that the members of the assassination group get captured they are being used to power up a new spell that will speed up the process of the talisman and help it get to the core quicker and once leoric finds this out then he decides like hey i gotta make this right I, I left my team behind these are my knights i gotta go in so he decides to go in and he leaves his second in command galadrias is left in charge of ironhide's team and taking the bomb to the core and with that they split off 
and the Oryk manages to confront Verlina and oh, these names. I'm sorry, these names. Merklin. Verlina and Merklin. And as they are fighting, Merklin says that the, they all fell to plan. This is all what he's been planning and what he wants to do. And Verlina uses a new spell that ends up killing them both. Not necessarily super quick, but they start decomposing and uh, dying at the spot. And Merklin tells them that that with their death, this will usher a new age in Prismos, because now that the the old guard is dead, the new guard, the newcomers can rise up and lead Prismos united, because now the fighting won't be there between these two factions. And so Galandria manages to set up the bomb at the core, close to the talisman, and manages to set it off. But in the meantime, Ironhide gets injured, and she tries to save him, and by saving him, she uses an old spell of healing, and that kind of fuses with the bomb, bringing a new age to Cybertron, because it manages to re revitalize Ironhide and save Leoric and Verlina, removing the powers from Mer Merklin, and it also brings back life to Cybertron. Now there's trees on Cybertron, animals, creatures, and the Prismos now have a city where they can go home, and everybody kind of has a happy ending, in a way. Uh, Waspinator, at one point, gets captured by Virulina, become her chariot, so he kind of got fused with their magic, and so he still has some side effects on that, but like Wheeljack says, he could just go to McAdams and kind of drink to forget. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. But that's kind of the end of the story. At the, uh, pretty much there's a little teaser at the end that... Merklin sees Unicron, he knows that Unicron is coming, it's going to cost the end of it all. Uh, but that's pretty much the whole uh, story-wise. Uh, I want to say the art is gorgeous, I really like all the details, all the designs, very beautiful as always. I like the designs of the visionaries, and I like that the, the way their powers work, they have these badges on their chest. And sometimes they have like a like a flag stand with a big square badge on it, and they really work like the the cartoons that Swerves has made me seen at the bar, where they they usually have a team or these characters would go to another planet and they would all get a specific tr attribute of a creature or a specific power linked to a creature, and then when they're fighting, the opposing enemies also have a specific creature type. And so they all transform and fight and take turns transforming and fighting. And that's how the visionaries kind of work here. They all have animals and they the flag stand, they can use it to transform into the animal and they fight in that form, which I think is is pretty fun and very like nostalgic, nostalgic driven, which I really like. Uh, I liked seeing Breakdown pop up in the story. We lost a couple bots. We lost Cup and we lost uh, Quick Switch in the process. But overall, I think the story is a, a fun one for the visionaries. There's not a lot of Transformer stuff happening. It's mostly focused on the visionary side and their story. And then they kind of trickle the, the Transformers where like, they're like, hey, this is affecting you. So here's a couple panels where you appear and you talk with them a little bit. But most of the time it's just driven by the, the I don't even know if these are technically called humans, but the... The visionary characters are driven by that and kind of the story is led by them. So overall, I would say it's a three in the context of being a Transformers. Uh, part of the Transformers continuity is since it doesn't focus a lot on them, it's mostly the visionary story. 
but as for visionaries, I really enjoyed it. It makes me want to read more of the visionary comics and kind of learn more of them. I really like the designs. I like the whole aspect of the creatures. So for visionaries, uh, I would I would say it's uh, it, it's like a four for the visionary part of it. For our Transformers, it's like a three. It's it's just like every other crossover we've seen where they focus on the crossover IP and then the Transformers are just there because they're like in the middle of the battle since it's happening on their planet kind of thing. But listeners, what did you think of these comics and how many rosters would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. I do want to let you all know uh, we do have an announcement. We will be taking a two-week break for the holidays. We will return January 9th with a brand new episode that covers everything you need to know about Requiem of the Wreckers. But Patreon members have special access to our next episode, and it's never too late to join. Of course, we will be posting other content on our YouTube channel, so be sure to subscribe. And if you would like to send us an email and get in contact with us, you can send it at sourcebarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. As for toys, I recently got the Legacy Soundwave because I didn't get a chance to get the Netflix one, but it's the same toy. I really like it. It's my first Soundwave toy that I've owned. And I'm, I'm having fun. I like the spaceship mode. I know the, the, the video cassette tape mode is fan favorite design, but I like the, the spaceship because it feels like that's what he would be on Cybertron to move around. Because being a cassette player, you don't, you don't have a lot of mobility. So I, I do like that, that the little twist there on like what he would be on Cybertron. And then I would also like to let you all know that I have a Twitch at twitch.tv slash Prime. It's a streaming platform where I stream myself playing video games, hanging out with some of my co-hosts like Onyx. And we have some of the D&D members that also stream and they join us for the, the streams as well. We hang out with some of our follow viewers and followers and we just talk about comics, Transformers, video games, toys, everything that we just find at the moment and we just have a blast doing so. So if that's something you find interesting and would like to participate in, you can just follow me at twitch.tv slash Prime. And if you want to know when I'm live and what I'm streaming, you can follow me on Twitter at Prime, where I will be posting notifications on when I am doing that. But if you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and entry to our Discord channel. You'll even get early access to our comic review weeks, uh, videos a week before they are publicly released, and also our D&D videos. We also have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We will be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before, so make sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to All Are One. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you're interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff of D&D series Transform and Rollout. The second and newest season titled First Stand of the Wreckers with a brand new DM, a different story, and from what I hear, a better pilot episode than the last series. Sorry, not sorry, Onyx. Let's tune in for a preview now. Uh, so that's a five. 
uh, he manages to miss again. Uh, and this time he kind of like hits his other hand as he couldn't like stop the force of the of the attack. Okay. Uh, can I do an unarmed strike with my claws? Uh, yes, that would be your hand-to-hand attack. Okay. Um, uh, that's a five. Uh, as you uh, try to claw at them, you manage to kind of like scrape the ice that's covering its body and not really getting to hit their their body. Okay. Uh, I while this is happening, I'm gonna switch to the other players while this is That's this right. air swinging <laughs> battle happens. Uh, as the and as you're looking at that bot, the other one walks up and handcuffs you and says, "You are arrested." What? I- yes, for uh, consorting with the Septicon and planning this assault. And with that, we you do that to me. To Frostfang. No, that's even more. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate me so much? The, <laughs> no. It's just so sweet I when it so happens. Hard. I tried so hard. She just has the best reaction. Mm-hmm. I tried to cut in, but you would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm laughing so much. Now you step away from the body, or we're gonna make two new more bodies. Technically, you should always step away. Take me on a date first. Whoa! Since <laughs> <Whoa>. wave. <laughs> this escalated quickly. Since <laughs> wave. That's how we. This is time and place. I'm so, is this not the time? Is this not the place? <laughs> Astonishing. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments. A link will be provided below. And if you are so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content, such as 3D files, access to their Discord, and listen to content before it is released to the public. More links will be provided below. End transmission.